Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Rom Crime Breaking News. When we're wrong, we admit we're wrong. But were we wrong? The shocking details to follow. This is Vanya. And welcome to this special edition of Rom Crime, the follow-up edition, I guess, yeah. where we realize that much like the DA, the dum-dum DA, and the dum-dum detectives, we got a little tunnel vision with Alasta, case we told you about. That is true. We didn't mean to do it, guys. But hey, I'll just... This is what happened. Let's be honest. Okay, so we are doing a follow-up on the Spielbauer... What was his first name? JD. But the, his, name, his name's Jeremy. I don't think I have mentioned that once in the last episode. But we're doing a follow-up on that case on last week's episode, and I honestly, my head almost exploded. I was, or actually, Avrin was looking up photos to add to the Instagram, and we found out some uh, rather disturbing news. Yeah, so after the Maria Elena episode ended, which was in 2018, it ends with the conviction of J.D. Spielbauer being sentenced to life in prison Yay! for the murder of his ex-wife, Robin. That I, yeah, as Vani mentioned, Googling images and all that pops up is that the, the courts, the Seventh uh, Court of Appeals in Texas had reversed JD's conviction. And so I'm just going to tell you a little bit about what happened there. So on January 23rd of 2020, um, the court reversed his conviction uh, due to um, a trial judge being deemed to have abused their discretion by not allowing JD's defense attorney to challenge certain members of the jury pool. So in terms of the legal, the legality, because I'm not a lawyer, so I'm reading a quote here. <laughs> but um, one of the questions that you ask all potential jurors is whether or not they've formed any conclusions as to the guilt or innocence of the person on trial. And if they have, if those conclusions would influence their verdict. That law is very specific. Um, it says that if they answer yes to that question, they are disqualified immediately as a matter of law. And you are not allowed to like try to ask more questions or probe to get them to change their answer. Um, and apparently there were several jurors in our case that are their case, sorry, that answered that question affirmatively. And the state wanted to keep asking questions. We objected, but the court let them ask those questions. And two of those jurors, we had to use one of our pr uh, peremptory strikes, meaning I think both sides get to just like say absolutely not to a certain number of jurors, but they're arguing that they should never have had to use their peremptory strikes on jurors that had answered the question of whether or not they'd already formed an opinion and if it would affect their ability to be fair or whatever. 
Um, They shouldn't have to use those strikes on two people, but they did. So the case as of January 23rd, 2020, um, his conviction was overturned. Um, And remember Dum Dum DA, I wanted to read this um, statement because they were very, very disappointed and disagree strongly with the court's decision. And I just thought this was good because this actually felt like you're a strong person who knows what you're doing instead of, you know, everything that we saw in the documentary. So his statement goes, our office has received the seventh court of appeals opinion regarding the murder conviction of Jeremy Spielbauer in 2018. I had the misfortune of having to notify the parents of Robin Spielbauer, the victim, of the decision by the court. While we respectfully disagree with and are disappointed in the court's ruling, there is one thing I want to emphasize. This decision is not about whether there was sufficient evidence to convict Mr. Spielbauer or whether this court concluded that Mr. Spielbauer was innocent of the murder charge. This decision is about the technical legal interpretation of two responses made by two prospective jurors during the jury selection portion of this trial. I believed before the trial, and I still believe today, that Jeremy Spielbauer brutally murdered his ex-wife, Robin Spielbauer. Oh, my God. That is like, I, my head, I can't explode. Explosions. I, I, okay, so I guess this is something I should have looked up, but I, I did. I tried to research it. But like, when this happens, does Jeremy just get out of jail? Like, what happens? So as far as my understanding, and I feel like my entire understanding of this comes from listening to a podcast called In the Dark about the Curtis Flowers case, which is a man who has been um, put on trial over six times for the murder of four people in an Alabama town. And the decision of whether or not he would be released is whether or not the prosecution is going to try him again. So if if the conviction is overturned, wait, does double jeopardy attach? Because it wasn't a mistrial. I actually don't know, Vaughn, but technically speaking... They should be able to hold him in jail if they are going to retry him. However, if double jeopardy is attached because he was convicted, but then if the conviction's overturned, that means he wasn't convicted. So I would assume, no, he wouldn't get out of prison if the prosecutor, which it sounds like he will, wants to retry him. Okay, thank you. Sorry, we are sharing a mic today because we're together and we it's fun. Um, Okay, that makes sense to me. So uh, fun fact, I found out on May 6th, 2021, which... Uh, as the day is twelve, the twelfth. So six days ago, the state won the appeal. The Texas Court of Criminal Appeals ye- agreed yesterday with prosecutors that there weren't any errors in pick- picking jurors. The case will now go back to the seventh court of appeals for justices to weigh in on Spielbauer's claims. His lawyers gave him bad advice when law enforcement was questioning him. So, so that's good news. That means that. The decision to reverse his conviction was overturned, meaning the conviction stands. But it does sound like um, J.D. Dushkanoo is going to use like every every possible appeal that he has. So it looks like he's going back now saying that his defense attorneys were incompetent, like he didn't have competent representation, legal representation. And we'll see um, what the Seventh Circuit justices say about that. I guess that's what people do when they're convicted of murder and have to spend the rest of their lives in jail. They're like, I got to figure out how to get out of this. Absolutely. I feel like absolutely that would be what I would do. I'd just be like, you know, you're sitting there reading books. I'm sure there's a library in there. But, you know, I, I, he he really, he hurt someone and killed someone. So that's why he's in jail, you know? And he tried to frame someone for it. Like went out of his way to actually try to frame his current wife for the murder of his ex-wife. Didn't just murder his ex-wife. Exactly. That's some bullshit. So guys, we just felt like we had to definitely uh, give you a little 
extra because this or you know give you the more the information for the rest of the story because i just didn't think something like this was possible but i mean stupid things happen with law all the time honestly i think we need to call our um our lawyer kate giesel she's not our lawyer but she's our lawyer friend to interpret certain things because i'm like why and also when someone is so and if you heard last week mount everest's worth of evidence exactly so Thank you, guys. We hope you have a wonderful week, and uh, we will talk to you. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. criminals we just want to take a moment and say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of rum crime if you would like please uh, follow us on instagram at rum crime twitter and facebook you can also dm us with any questions or ideas we love to chat yalla bye bye rum crime.